The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by Michter's American Whiskies and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. Fred here coming to you from the Nashville Barrel Company. Woo-hoo! Giddy up! Nashville, of course, the home of contra music. And today's guest is one of the biggest, boldest, brightest upcoming stars in all the country. Now, you may know Hannah Dasher from her millions of followers on TikTok. And look, TikTok is, is the way of the world. A lot of people are becoming famous on there just for doing something funny and cute and dancing and so forth. But I'm telling you, Hannah's a whole lot more than just a social media handle. She has got some voice. She's got some power. And you, and you hear from her today that she has a lot of soul in her life in terms of like what her influences are for music. This is one of the craziest, most bold interviews I've ever done. Now, if you have not yet bought tickets to my Oklahoma event, August 14th, it's this week, August 14th in Tulsa, Oklahoma, go to Ticketmaster.com, that's Ticketmaster.com, and search for Fred Minnick's Blind Bourbon. Uh, you are going to miss out on what is going to be an incredible, incredible event. I'm tasting people blind, and there's going to be four products they're tasting. I'm teaching people how to taste, and I'm putting blindfolds on people on stage. That's going to be fun. And one of the products, one of the four products is Blanton's. That's right. One of the most coveted, highly sought after bourbons is going to be put to the test in uh, an audience of you know more than 400 people so i'm very excited to see how blanton's fares now i appreciate you all for listening i appreciate you all for listening and downloading this episode if you have not gotten a fred minnick show sticker you know i'm good for it just hit me up on fredminnick.com that's fredminnick.com hit me up for a sticker and i'll also send you a handwritten note uh just kind of you know really I just letting you know how much I appreciating uh, how much I appreciate you all listening to this podcast because it does mean a lot to me. This is the podcast is 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 my future of all the things I'm doing. This medium is my future, so I appreciate you all so much, and I can't wait for to hear your thoughts on Hannah Dasher here, folks. Get ready for one of country music's biggest, boldest, brightest stars on the rise. Here we go. But first, a word from our sponsors. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller Dan McKee and our master of maturation Andrea Wilson say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. Fred Minnick's Blind Bourbon is live on August 14th. Spend an interactive evening with the world-renowned bourbon authority, Fred Minnick. Learn to taste like a pro and test your whiskey knowledge. Hey, Tulsa, I can't wait to get back to my home state to talk American whiskey history 
taste some bourbon and celebrate the world's rarest spirits. I hope you'll join me. Fred Minnick's Blind Bourbon Whiskey Event, 6 p.m. Saturday, August 14th at Cox Business Convention Center. See you August 14th. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other. Passion permeates every sip. Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single barrel and small batch whiskey. Hard made the Colorado way. Our recipe, our stills, independent and always rugged, refined, and rebellious. 291 Colorado Whiskey is proud of its humble roots and excited as we expand to new frontiers. Get your taste of Colorado at 291coloradowhiskey.com. Online orders available or find a bottle near you. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. Hey, welcome to the Fred Minnick Show. I got Hannah Dasher here from Georgia. What's going on up hey, in here? Hey, hey, hey. Well, Nashville's been home for about 11 years, but I will claim Georgia till the day I die. Well, you know, Peyton Manning told me you can only be from one place. Casual. You know? And and he said, you know, he's new. He's from New Orleans. Like everyone always thinks he's from Indianapolis, Denver, Tennessee. He's like, no, I'm from New Orleans. He's like, you can only be from one place. So, Georgia. Bam, bam. I don't care where he's from. I just like looking at him. Well, I can't say that I. Uh, he's. Um, I can't say I look at him a whole lot. <laughs> you got me there. You got me there. But oh, now, when you were when you were uh, in Georgia, did you drink any moonshine? Uh, once. With my buddy Cole Swindle, he goes by Cole Swindell now, mm-hmm. but we were at uh, Mr. We got a Mr. Bucky mm-hmm. at a New Year's Day cookout, and it was a little old. I'm glad it didn't kill us, but I lost a few notes in my range, so I didn't drink moonshine again until, oh heavens, I moved to Tennessee. And my dear friends at Sugarlands, the you know the NASCAR oh, moonshine yeah. company, are really good to me, and they keep me stocked at all the moonshine. And Mark and Digger and those boys, I know they're friends of yours. Yeah, they keep yeah. up with me and look out for me, and they keep me stocked in their hazelnut rum. But this is the big boy bourbon. That's what I, that's what I'd like to get into. <laughs> well, I, I always like to point out now the the whole thing about moonshine that's legal. That's technically just fanciful stuff. It's right. not really moonshine. Real moonshine, that stuff you had when you were younger with your buddy, mm-hmm. and you might have lost your vision if you had it anymore. <laughs> you know, that now that they've got the, the law on them, you know, you know, Mark Digger, I mean, I love them to death, but, you know, have they lost a little cred? I mean, no. They're, they're not, they're not chased, running from the law they, anymore, they though. They got the stuff, they still make the stuff that'll eat a hole through a Dixie cup. That's what I grew up <laughs> drinking, but. Uh, you do like a Dixie you cup, can't, you can't I know buy that. It on the shelf. <laughs> well, listen, we are at Nashville Barrel Company. Uh, good friends of mine, uh, Mike, uh, the owner, uh, he and I are in a, an organization called Bourbon Crusaders where we raise a lot of money for a charity. And a couple of years ago, we raised uh, half a million dollars for uh, cancer charities. Heck yeah, I love it. That's wonderful. And most of that money came from uh, Mike's wallet because uh, he, he, got, he got hammered and he kept bidding on stuff. And he he was he was he was buying barrels seventy five thousand sixty thousand. Come in this station with us, all right. <laughs> and then there's like ten thousand bottle dollar bottle here and there. I love so it. I think we drink we drink in his honor. 
uh, in the in so oh this is, is that's that the what first barrel? well no that's not the first barrel that's actually a barrel pick I'm working on I don't know how it got Ooh, over here oops let me let's see here where is that right here that's one of mine check out this logo this one here all right here we go so this is the this is barrel one it's now your barrels okay it's a rye whiskey really get the wax drip now I always I, I'm a cook and I'm a well primarily a singer and a songwriter. I only use bourbon in my food and it stays on my fancy silver platter with my antique crystal and I only open it up when I need to. Well <laughs> so, this is gonna be rye whiskey. I can't wait to try this. You got your you got a glass there? I do. Alright, so get this. So earlier, uh they brought me a little uh little rye whiskey and I and put I, hair on your chest. <laughs> And and he asked me, he's like, does this taste like it's like it's five years old? And I said, no. And I thought it was rye whiskey. Turns out it was bourbon. So here we go. Here we go with some rye whiskey. All right. So I smell it first. Whew, now the the process I go through. I cleared my sinuses. This is uh, I like to look at the color because American whiskey, when it goes into the barrel, it has to be as clear as the water from your tap. So. It is not, uh, you know, other types of whiskey. They can add coloring and everything to it, but with American styles, they cannot lie with the color. So this color here, this is the truth, you know. So there's and no coloring. So added what to does it. the color indicate? Like the lighter it is, the darker it is. What does that indicate? Age. It, it indicates age and it indicates proof. So the darker the bourbon, the mm -hmm. higher the proof. Higher and, the proof. And the older, older it is. The older it is. You add some water to that, it'll go down in color. Uh, but if you um, we ain't watering down the whiskey, oh, we don't water down our country music either. <laughs> I can't wait to try it. Yeah. You know, you, when you smell, I did. You smell the mouth open a little of, bit. It smells like my hairspray, honestly, but I don't mean that as an insult because I wear really nice hairspray. It's well, you know, I mean, some people get high on hairspray, and the Appalachians actually. Little, I got a guy they it. could call. I have to do that. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your number there that you? Uh... <laughs> All right, here we go. And you put it on your palate, you'll put a little bit on your on your tongue and just kind of feel it go back. Okay. Oh, damn, that's good. A lot of black cherries it's in there. It's a that. good bite. That's good. I'm not sure what notes are in it. I should live by. And what kind of and song is this? Is this James or is this, is this your barrel here? No, this is, this is the, this is barrel one that went to uh, help a special forces. Right? This is a special forces barrel? That one is correct. No, no, sorry. Barrel, barrel number one is the gift shop barrel. Barrel gift number shop. one is the gift shop barrel, but they do so much for philanthropy. But Nashville Barrel Company, so just for my listeners, when they see this, uh, are you big supporters of our troops and obviously charities? And so, so last week we raised uh, $4,000 for special ops excursions in 501c3. Did you? To help vets with PTSD. And uh, James is a serviceman and so is Fred, so they're actually going to be picking a barrel uh, where, where a lot of proceeds will go really so James who's one of the co-owners here at National Bear Company is uh, a vet and so is this fellow right here and y'all know how we feel about all that just so proud yeah. I love it well here's to y'all cheers I better take that easy though Woo you know when it comes to uh, when it comes to whiskey you know you want to taste a little bit then you want to go the next one and uh, and I think we, we go should go back and compare. Yeah, and we go back and compare. And let's go ahead. You know, since we started with rye, 
Let's go ahead and stay in the rye category. All righty. Uh, and we'll go to uh, something that Whistle was made pig. made by a former friend, of, a friend of mine who passed away. Really? Who was also a veteran. His name was Dave Pickerel. And uh, one of the greatest uh, distillers of, of, our, of our generation. But fill that. Solid pewter. It is. That is heavy. I mean, you could kill a person with that. First time I had Whistle Pig was with my dear friend Justin and... Jessica, they're married now. I love them, but he is a big whistle pig man. Here's to y'all. I love you both. Thanks for keeping up with me. So let's talk I don't about your the rest of the night. <laughs> let's talk about your career for a minute here. I mean, you've been right now. You're on mm -hmm. a lot of lists of uh, of being the next uh, uh, the next big you know singer in, in country music. Uh, you've been you've you've received a lot of accolades. You've got a new. I guess half album is, yes. how they, is how they put it. I'm a whole record woman, I say, in a half record world, but that's kind of, <laughs> I had had to play that game with the label, but yes, just put out the half record. I don't understand that, but you're a Sony recording artist and you've got so much stuff going for you. So tell us about your career right now. How do you feel? Where are things going? Woo, well, I'm just trying to plow forward. I, I'm so excited to have music out there in the world and uh, everyone, everyone wants to know now when the whole record's coming out and so that's what my next project is. I'm just trying to get in the studio and get some music recorded. I'm writing a lot and uh, also going out on the road some and I'm playing with my boys the Steelwoods and I'll do some with Justin Moore and I've got my own little uh, concert crash kind of tour planned it's called You're Gonna Love Me Tailgate Tour. I'm going to be going to uh, some of the arenas and amphitheaters, some of my heroes, mm -hmm. uh, when I'm off on a weekend, and I'll be playing to their fans in the parking lot, because I wanted to. <laughs> so I'm doing right it. Right on. Well, so Whistle Pig, Whistle Pig is, a, is a brand that is kind of like one of the, when it came out, it was, uh, it, it was on a trajectory like that. You know, and now um, it's one of the most sought-after products uh, in a particular community. This is a rye whiskey that is more so uh, than Pappy and Pappy Gate. <laughs> uh, I mean, this has beat Pappy in some in some auctions, actually. Wonderful. Yeah. So this is a this is the Boss Hog for all you Dukes of Hazard mm -hmm. fans. Fourteen years old Black Prince, winner of Best Whiskey at San Francisco World Spirits Con Competition in the year. Uh, 2017, I believe. I Thank you for sharing your high dollar liquor with me, <coughs> bourbon. Hmm. I could get in trouble with that. What is trouble for you? I don't know. I like a. They're like pecan notes to me. We say pecan where I'm from. Uh, pecan is right. It's the right way to say it. Uh, thank you. Um, I'll get myself in trouble here again. I just I know just enough to get me in trouble. I don't know, it, it, it didn't uh, it didn't clear my sinuses as as well as the other one did. So that's a good thing. I think it's great. So this was actually distilled in Canada. Wow. Yeah. And she put it down after I said it was distilled in Canada. Well, I, <laughs> I got a Canadian on my shit list right now. He's a handsome thing. Oh, no, it's fine. So tell us, who, who are some of your influences? My uh, influences? It's funny you should ask. I was just, I saw Balls Hog and I was thinking of Hank Jr. Bo Cephas would be one of my number one uh, 
influences as, as an artist and stylist and he, he really he paved his own lane and he plowed through considering his background everyone held held him to that Hank Senior standard and you just had to make tr traditional honky-tonk music and he, he caught hell because he didn't sound like his daddy but he made mm -hmm. his own lane and he made country rock and roll cool and he still makes it cool and that's uh, what I aim to do but Hank Alan Jackson as a songwriter and artist Eric Church as a songwriter is a big okay. influence of mine uh, if I could sing like anybody I wanted to sound like, it would be Aretha Franklin. I love Aretha. So, but yeah, but those are my, and then Tom Petty. Boop, boop, R.I.P., man. But those are, those are my top five. That's a good top five. Yeah, put them all together and add a lot of me, and you got the half record. So uh, you got the whole record. So all right. So like, what about like yeah, you know, like like uh, Trisha Yearwood, Reba McIntyre, very oh, very Reba. very different cut though. Trisha, I mean, oh, there. I mean, I. I could sing Trisha's Christmas album front to back. I think she was amazing. My mother exposed me to Hill, Ann Murray, and Karen Carpenter, and people like that too. Just as a vocalist, Bonnie Raitt is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as uh, influences of mine, Aretha had much more of an impact. That rhythm section, those swampers, I like that greasy, soulful, head bobbing kind of thing. And Stevie Wonder, I love him too. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to narrow it down. But I gave you my top five. But I love Reba McIntyre. Hell, I walked around the living room with a hairbrush in my hand singing fancy till I was blue in the face. I can I can imagine that actually. <laughs> Practicing my award speeches and maybe maybe not. You you practice award speeches? Not anymore, Fred. I I did when I was a young and hell uh, I started yeah. Did that sort of stuff in my bra when I was seven, too, but there's some things I just don't do anymore. Well can afford not to. <laughs> Woo too much all right we we allow many things on the fred minnick show uh but let's go now to the to the next one here i think i have this is the this is the second rye this is a cash drink rye from a brand called barrel it's the second With one two l's two l's they don't they don't know how to spell. That's like casual yeah. cuts with a K. <laughs> no offense, Linda and Terry Joe, or whoever you are back home. That's great. All right, so uh, you have your glass? <laughs> so this is Barrel. Actually, this is a really good blending company. Uh, one, of the, one of the best to be doing it right now. And, All right. So and the color's a little lighter than the previous two. Five years old. So here we go. You know, I have to tell you that, you know, the hairspray is... Excuse me, there's a little something floating around, but that's, that's quite all right. It's probably just, it's just character or protein. Can I see it? What did it get there? It's just cor Oh, I'm not going to complain. I'm, I'm anxious to know what it is. I don't know, man. That looks like a, looks like a piece of cork. I'll drink it. There you go. I've consumed worse. Do I have any? What, no. What were you going to ask me, Hoss? I forgot. I, mean, I, I saw a piece of floaty in your in your drink. Yeah, you're asking about hairspray and other. Yeah, well, no, no, like like hairspray. the the. So in my in my studio, when I am tasting properly, you yes. know, I don't allow anyone to like wear any like cologne oh, or stuff like me. that. Yeah. And but it, you know, it's not I'm really. It's not, it's not really bothering me. Oh, well, good. Yeah, it's actually it's you. So you made the comment about the hairspray. It's it's not that bad. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And this is called again. Barrel. Let's Barrel. get you. Let's get Barrel you a fresh glass. That's 
No, the, that's not bugging me at all. The floaty, don't you dare. The floaty is creeping me do out. Do not even do that. Is it creepy? Hold on. It's not, but it's not bugging me. I mean, me. I, don't, I, can't, I can't have a floaty on Hannah. Hannah just straight up ignored me on that. I wouldn't just, and just... Oh, wow. So that's more of... How would you define the, the bite of each one? Like, one's a little sweeter, one's a little lighter. One's Spice? A little more. So okay. this would be like a pepper? Very know? much so. So it's not like an alcohol burn, it's more of like an alcohol spice. So we would find like, I would say, you have like a, a big old dose of jalapeno. You know, there's some sweetness in jalapeno. <laughs> it must be kidding me. I love it. No, it's great. I don't mean to insult any of you uh, bourbon connoisseurs that are watching, if I hadn't lost you already. Uh, I'm just appreciative. I'm very thankful to be here and, and to learn. Well, you know, the big thing is, is like, you know, this show is, is, is so much about conversation and, and talking about uh, music and, and people's careers. Yeah. And You've been covering some heavy hitters, too. I saw you with a, a Fleetwood and, a, well, yeah. and Ashley McBride and uh, yeah. everybody. So congrats to you and all the Ashley. Well, kitchen. thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I, I, I book guests who are interesting, you know, and people who have a story to tell. And I, I and I love I love your presence. I love I love your music. I think Thank you. I think you have you know you definitely have a persona. But if you have if if you are listening to this and you have not listened to Hannah's music, stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You can come back and listen to this later. But go listen to her half album. Thank you. It is it is absolutely gorgeous. You have you like you said you have soul. You do you have soul. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I can imagine probably going to be singing about an ex-boyfriend here pretty maybe, soon. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. There's, there's something for everybody on this half, half record. I, uh, uh, it takes a village. So I, I picked a few of my favorites, and it's that honky-tonk. I don't want to put a label on it, but, yeah. Yeah, we'll just say Skinner with a steel guitar. Honky-tonk, swampy <laughs> stuff that I love. And then uh, there's one ballad, which I don't ever perform ballads. Not live. If you want to keep it upbeat, I like to do that live. Yeah. And then uh, a few songs that, uh, that the label was really passionate about that I wrote. And I wrote one with one of my songwriting heroes, Mr. Tim Nichols. And uh, he wrote I'm Over You, Keith Whitley, if you're into his another Kentucky boy. Keith Whitley who was Who loved his great. alcohol. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he made one, got one song on the record. And I'm just tickled to death. Now we're doing a lot with Fender, so I'm excited to do a lot with my Fender guitar people. Right on. Yeah, you were you were uh, you received an award from Fender recently. I'm their Fender. I'm a Fender Next artist, yeah. and I'm the face of their new Telecaster coming out in September. It's uh, I'll let you guess what color it is. <laughs> now we're so excited. And, uh, by the way, I matched. I know it looks did really you know, great. I know we, we got the denim in the mean, red. Please appreciate. Thank you. Uh, I matched with, with him here. Um, you good? Now, when we when when I when we think of like country music, you know, there are so many places, you know, that that artists can go. Are you more likely to sing about a tractor or a breakup? <laughs> uh, well, I've mentioned both in in my music. Tractor was actually my first word, uh, and I'll when I'm going through a breakup, I'll write about it. But I don't like to live there, which is why the song Shoes almost didn't make it on the half record. I wrote it at the time I was going through a breakup, and it was just a song I had to get off my chest, but my my publisher and my team and the label called me, and they're like, if you don't cut this, we'll 
cut you, basically. So, wow. well, they, they weren't that ugly about it, but they were really passionate about it. And I just didn't realize what an impact that it had on other folks, just because I wasn't feeling that anymore. It didn't mean it, it wouldn't hit other folks in, in their own way. So, yep. So, and now it's one of the popular songs off of off of the record and i can't wait for y'all to hear more stuff we got coming that well i tell us what else you got coming oh heavens well i'm uh mentioned the fender thing we filmed at one of my honky-tonk heroes homes we Mm -hmm. filmed some footage there it's patsy klein's house really excited about that and uh it was just so incredible to be in her living room i cooked in her kitchen and i won't tell you what i cooked y'all just have to wait and watch it pecan pie but uh no no pie i'm sorry pecan pie i cook man food hey pecan pie is man food it is it is it is i like come on now but anyhow so uh but like i told you earlier my life is just a constant uh now has become a constant it's a balance between the fender and the frying pan so but playing music city grand prix here this weekend the race i'm excited about that and yeah that's gonna be fun gonna be gonna be a little crazy it's gonna be fun gonna be fun so uh all right so when we look at like the foods you like to eat uh i like i like to pair i like to pair whiskey to people's palates based on on food what what is what are some of your favorite foods heavens fried chicken has to be up there but again i have a powerful taste for beef or like ribeye bone and ribeye so you like savory juicy kind of stuff i'm a savory woman yes okay but i love chocolate i mean it's really hard those are my top three so you like chocolate you like savory um do do you like licorice at all not at all tobacco don't tell my doctor (laughs) (laughs) all right all right so i'm gonna go we're gonna go down the road of bourbon here so now we've had three uh ryes did you what was your favorite rye Number two. Number two. Pig. The whistle pig. Boss hog was. It's a, it's a hard one to beat. All right, so this is a fit, this is an eighteen year old Doc Swenson's. Oh wow! Excuse me. Okay. Get you all set up here. Doc Swenson. Sounds kind of country. I love it. Sounds like Doc Holiday, who is a fellow Georgian from Valdosta, Georgia. Mm, I didn't realize that. It is. I'm just full of useless knowledge. You you are. You're the uh, bourbon man, and I'm, I, just... I'm used. I mean, most of this stuff is useless. Like you can't actually it's apply true. it. It's like, it's like drink it, and you know, it'll help you. It reminds me. It smells like peanut soil, and that's a good thing for me. But yeah, it smells like green peanuts. It smells like earthy soil. That's a good. It smells note. like home. I don't want to insult it, but that's it's actually a compliment coming from me. Well, I'll say this, that chocolate note is really loud there for me. Ooh. So what do you call it when it you know, when it burns the roof of your mouth and makes your nose hole your nostril flare a little bit? What do you call that? Uh probably too hot for you? That didn't happen to me. Ew, Does it happen to you often? Tank. Uh, I mean, it happened on the first one. It didn't happen on the second two. So wait, all right. So you drink it, and then like the top of your nose, like yeah, it makes your nostril kind of flare. You know, that just has a just makes you. It opens opens up your sinuses. That's true. I mean, mine's probably mine probably have been beaten down by years of this. Like this is a Fender guitar for me. 
You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I have, it. I have no talent other than sipping. You bourbon. do, my God! I wish that the, the <laughs> knowledge that I, I mean, I'm a sponge. I love to learn about these things. I'm just a, I'm a music, rock and roll, and country music history buff. But I'm never going to make money doing that. And you're, you know, running the world, creating music festivals. I mean, you are, you are uh, killing it. It has been my honor to to do this thing with you. I, well, listen, I canceled on my girls from Runaway June to come do this. I got, I got, I got to tell you right now. What? In, in, in five, ten years, you know, I mean, you may not even return my phone calls after. <laughs> I mean, you, you're going to be like so big, you know, it's just going to be like, oh yeah, that guy, that bourbon guy. I'm, I'm a tequila girl now, you know. I've always been a tequila girl, but I mean, bourbon is, I, I mean, I'm a songwriter. I, I, I can't afford to buy what I would like to, but now that I, now that I know, I'll put it on my wish list and bam, bam. This is Doc. Doc Swinson's. Doc Swinson. So this is what I would pair with, like an after dinner bourbon. Yeah, I mean it's a good one. It is a good. Would it one. go with my? Ooh, it would go well in my chocolate bourbon pecan pie. I mean, chocolate pecan. Oh, that sounds so good. Bourbon pecan pie. I didn't have time to fix you one. I apologize. I had a double chocolate pound cake, and I had to take one to a reporter friend of mine. And I love you, but I figured I, get I, it. I didn't want it to ruin your palate. Well, you cannot ruin my palate with good chocolate. So I think we got we can maybe have like one or two more. Yes. And then uh, I do have a couple presents for you. No, you don't. <laughs> you know it. I hate showing up empty-handed. Good heavens. So I'm going to ask you, do you want to taste something that is uh, outside of Kentucky? Uh, or do you want to go with uh, what is kind of a blue blood uh, Kentucky bourbon? What do you want me to have? I mean, I've... I've had the four roses. Uh, um, what do you want me to have? What What is your favorite out of Kentucky? I mean, being... What's your top two? Be, being a critic. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm a nostalgic person. Um, this is... This is... Um, this is Parker's Heritage, named after Parker Beam, who uh, passed away of ALS and was was a really good so friend of mine Parker Beam as in Jim Beam Parker Well Beam. he was of that lineage but he actually worked for a company called Heaven Hill um, and this is this is um, this is called Promise of Hope after they announced he had ALS they they noted that he uh, that every bottle that they had sold of this they would end up donating money to the ALS foundation and this ended up being one of my top bourbons of the century so far so this is like one of the greatest bourbons made in the 21st century wow it's, it's uh parker's heritage Paige porterfield if you're watching she lost her dear friend of lost her dad to als this is for you sister sue oh cheers cheers Does it sound ignorant just to call it buttery? It's kind of butterscotchy oh, it's got a in a way. Beautiful buttery it's, kind it's of very flavor buttery. profile, yeah. Mm. Wow. This is gorgeous. This is this that is, bourbon. I'm sure costs more than my wig. Wait, you're wearing a wig? Well, some of it is. What? <laughs> Wait, hold on now. How, what do you mean some of it is a wig? Well, some of it is. But it, I mean, we still have like extensions. Little, uh, well, I mean, there's a little. I don't lot. know how this works. I don't want to do that. Well, all right, here we go. I write up our up our views. Wow! Some, you know, I just have little clip-in pieces where where I feel like I need them. There we go. Thank you. Wow! <laughs> Benny, I just took off a hairpiece. 
face. So how how does that work? Do you like go to <gasps> do you like go to like a special like wig manufacturer? Uh, so they, I have it takes a village, but I have a dear friend in town. He is well, he's like one of the top uh, HMU which is yeah. hair makeup artist in uh, in the world. His name is uh, Andrew Pentecost. He's fabulous. And he and he and his husband will style a lot of my hair for me. And uh, he enjoys trying them on too because he used to he used to uh, drag. Anyway, but I love him to pieces. But yeah, I mean, I just, uh, Nashville's cost me a lot of my hair. So I have to, I like to, I, I'm a little exaggerated. I know you're into my fashion, if you will. But I wear bell bottoms because they're, they're wider than the width of my thighs. And, uh, you know, I like I like big collars because they're bigger than everybody else that they're rocking around. And you know, Dr. Harris, thank you for these. And then uh, you know, I just whatever. I'm just me. Hell, I'm just me. I just well, I, like, I, I love, love big it. Hair. I saw Best Little Whorehouse in Texas replay because it came out probably eight or ten years before I was born. But I just was obsessed with Dolly Parton's wardrobe in that movie, and mm-hmm. I love Burt Reynolds. He's one of my number ones. So, I he, was, was, I what was it about Burt Reynolds? Was it like his hairy chest? He looks like my daddy. He's shorter than my daddy, oh. but uh, Smoking the Bandit is my all-time favorite movie. Woo woo! But uh, he just reminds me of my daddy, and I love my daddy. He's a shorter version, uh, but yeah, I just always love Burt Reynolds. But I love her wardrobe in that movie, and uh, so. But anyway. All of it, the the nighttime stuff and the out the the daytime out time st- outside stuff. God, I can't even talk. This is good stuff. <laughs> well, this is part of the show where the good stuff normally comes out too. All right, this is this is Parker's Heritage. Yes, uh, one of the best bourbons of the twenty first century. Parker Beam. Yeah, Parker Beam. So you know, Hank's a Beam man. Hank doesn't drink liquor anymore unless. Kid Rock, Bobby Ritchie is around. Yeah, so he w- used to be a, 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 a an endorsed. He was an endorser of uh, of Beam. So he used to do stuff with with Jim Beam, and Kid Rock, you know, did a lot with Jim Beam. You know, he, I think he was one of their most recent uh, successful celebrity partners. But uh, wow, good, good for him. Well, Kid Kid Rock's been, you know, every now and then you see he tw- he trends on on Twitter for all the wrong reasons. You oh, know. I you know, says the wrong thing here, says the wrong thing there, oh. and it's like can't talk like that anymore. You know, <laughs> John Rich. Well, I know we can't we can't be too open. We just have to. I just it, it's not my job to divide people. I just want to unite them for three minutes and take them away from all the bull crap. You know, there is a music, lot but, of bull crap today. But, but I think Kid Rock means well, and I know Hank does, and well, I know I do. I can't speak for them. I know that I do, and. And thanks for all that you guys do. And hell, come see Nashville Barrel Company. My heavens, they got it going on. There's a really good vibe. If you're a hippie like me, it's got a really good energy when you walk in, folks. Really good. And so, a really good one when you start drinking. Well, and you know, you'll probably get to drink straight out of the barrel here pretty soon. What do you, um, what, what is in the future for you in terms of like your, your, your sound? Uh, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you Are you looking to go to a little bit more soul? Hollywood. Hollywood, going to go straight to the movies? Um, I would like to, I'd like to branch out and to do more in L.A. Uh, I mean, I've got some collab ideas with, uh, as you know, the Cadillac 3, if you're into rock and roll, those guys kind of got me started. And uh, I'm buddies with those guys and the guys from Rival Sons and Goodbye June. And so we talk of a cool collab project. But again, I want to put out my country stuff first. And I would like to, uh, to try my hand at radio. But if I even if what does I that mean? Try your hand at radio. Well, I mean, I just uh, 
everyone says they hate radio tour, but I'm dying for my radio tour, and I've been promised one in the fall. We will see, but I just you know the radio. I, I, want, I want to grow my audience, and yeah. I, I feel like my my music will reach people. I just need the right platform to do that. And TikTok has been great to introduce me and my personality, and I try to leak songs on there whenever I can. But um, I'm just excited to. You like the old school more. approach. I do. I do. TikTok is. Uh, it's hard to understand because you just get on there and someone's there you've never seen before going, ah! You know? <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know how it worked for me. It took me a year to figure out the platform, but I'm just so tickled to death that it did and it took off and I can't go into a, a Kroger or a airport now without taking a picture with somebody. And, and I say that uh, with gratitude. Uh, I'm super excited and thankful for that, and I've had to clean up my act just a little bit because there's a lot of young eyes on there that are watching. And That's true. I'm apparently exposing them to things that, well, well they're on iPhones, so they're probably they're getting exposed to more than they need to be anyway. Uh, it's a, something else. I didn't have a cell phone until I was 15 years old. They didn't 16. exist when I was 15. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, but you had you had better music to listen to. You know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You a Pearl Jam man? Uh, you know what? I, I was a big Stone Temple Pilots fan. Okay, okay. And, and I loved uh, Metallica. still love Metallica. Okay. I've actually done stuff with Metallica. So oh. I, I've had a, you know, so there's there's someone I'm fond of. But I like Pearl Jam. Eddie Vedder's, um, you know, is a, kind of a personal hero as a human being in a lot of ways. But, you know, country back in the 90s was... Oh was pretty amazing. I shed a tear for Joe Diffie this past week. Biddy and I were driving along, and I think John Deere Green, no ships that don't come in, was on the radio, and whew, oh, here's a drink for Joe Diffie. John what a Diffie. great vocalist. Yeah, he died last year of COVID, of course, and he was one of, one of our first, you know, that we lost in that He battle. loved good bourbon. He loved to cook like me, and anyway, here's to him. My gosh, this is, I think this might be my favorite. Well, I Parker's, mean. It would have to be. Parker's heritage is, is is hard to beat. So how do you acquire all these? Obviously, you've worked your way into this industry, and you're a pillar. Well, to be honest with you, this is this is just a traveling set, ah. you know. Um, and these are these are, a lot of these are purchased. Some of them are you know sample bottles for for work, you know, because I I review things and um, you know. And I'll be honest with you too. Like today, my my palate feels a little bit off, you know. It feels. It feels. Is it? Is it the Michael Coors, whatever I've got? No, on no. It's like I've been traveling a lot, you know, and so like I have a whole routine when I when I taste, and like I'm I'm tasting these and and like I really like them, but I but I I'm not laser focused in them like like I normally am. Like I'm tasting this and it's not as like it it. I know this this bourbon frontwards and backwards, and. And it's not tasting like that for me today. And that, why I tell you that is as tasters, sometimes, you know, like a sprinter, you have an off day. You know, like a musician, like sometimes your, your throat's not there. Do you think the humidity in the air has an effect on the flatness or the, I don't know, whatever, insert word here, of the bourbon? Do you think that, I know that like with cooking, well, I, I like just, the, the weather can depend on how well yeah. my biscuits rise or they don't. So yeah. I'm just saying. There, there's, be a there are things, thing. there are a lot of things that play for a taster that you... Um, oh, this is great. It is, it is beautiful. Do you mind if I finish my glass? Uh, I'm probably going to pour you another one. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're all right with that. 
But, um, you know, the I just had a birthday. And Happy I, birthday. And I, Maybe just, I didn't know this. I wish we'd have known this. I, Jacqueline, I wish y'all had told me. I love you. Well, happy birthday. Well, Jacqueline, by the way, Jacqueline the publicist? Yes, I love her. She's great, right? My wife's name is also Jacqueline. Oh. Spelled the same way. J-A-C-L-Y-N? Yes. Oh, um, great. And so we just had a trip in the Smokies, and I just did all these things, and just had a lot of life. You know, there's been a couple, like, war-related anniversaries, and sometimes mm. those those things build, and you don't have, in your, in your palate's just not there. So I'm not tasting, like analytically right now i'm just kind of tasting conversationally but i only tell you that because i want to i want to like you know there are times as a musician mm. you don't you can't perform the same every time that's true and that the palate and how you smell and how you taste is exactly the same interesting There's a and lot of factors a, that, that... so many factors go into it and with that being said i want to i'm going to pour you another one do you we wanna... still drink though. I love it. So, who are your? You mentioned Metallica. Who are some of your favorite rock and roll bands of all time? Uh, if Led, you could drink, Led Zeppelin. Woo! Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Uh, Creedence Clearwater. She wants me to fix my hair. Excuse me. Oh, Creedence. Do you know that they don't own any of their publishing? Oh, Benny, thank you very much. Oh, it's fine. I don't think they give a damn. Wonderful. What do we have here? Is this my Parker? <laughs> This is uh, Michter's 10-year-old. Oh, my gosh. I want to take a picture of some of this and send to Ryan. Oh, and you know Ryan O'Nan? He, is, he manages uh, Whiskey Jam. Ward Gunther, he's yeah. with the Whiskey Jam family. But he is a Kentucky man. Grew up there. And I was probably more pappy than I've ever seen in one spot. Oh! <laughs> that's, not, that's not always a good thing because then you got the burglars coming by, right? It's, it's not him. It's, oh, well. Uh, anyway, all that to say, he is a top-notch Kentucky guy, but he would really appreciate that I'm doing this right now. I and love it. I love it. And this is... This is the Michter's 10-year-old. That's kind of an Irish name, Michter's. Michter's is actually named after, after the founders, Louis Foreman's um, two children, Michael and Peter. He didn't want to have one jealous of the Mictor. other. So M-I-C-H is Michael. T-E-R is Peter. I love that. I love that. Before I leave him, I'm going to take a little picture, of, or a little video for him with the bottles. Well, you're also going to get sent home with one of these. <gasps> I've got a bottle of oh Michter's 10-year-old for you. As much as I entertain you, you have no idea how much that means to me. Oh, my heavens. Well, I try to have something for everybody, and this is wonderful. Golly. I... But I don't, I hate to, I almost feel like it's a sin to, to put nice bourbon like this in a pie. It, it is a sin. That would be, that would not I just, be good. I don't good. think it needs you, anything. You, you, you can get like a cheap bourban for that. A cheaper yeah, bourbon. I use cheap bourbon for that. I good, good. That. Yeah, so this is a sip of bourbon. We won't mention their names, but George Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I do love, I, I love that family, but what do we have? So I, I definitely want to see you. <gasps> You shouldn't have shown me that. That was that was gonna be the other surprise. <laughs> so the surprise here is Nashville Barrel uh, has her own bottle here with her uh, with her logo on it, and um, I don't deserve that. <laughs> Yay! Look 
Now that that of course is courtesy by Nashville Barrel, where we're James, where we're thank you, sir. recording today. James and Mike. Oh my goodness. And my Freddie. Oh wow. Oh wow. That's gonna hurt some people's feelings. I love that. Listen, we we live for hurting feelings in this in this show. So. Wow. That's that's their straight room whiskey. What batch? This is five years old. Yep. Barrel number 282. Oh my gosh, I'm just tickled to death. Thank you so much. Can I Absolutely, hug you? Absolutely, yeah. Jacqueline, I hope you don't mind. I'm hugging your husband. My heavens. And uh, so I feel like every bottle's got a story behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is true. Like every bottle has a story behind it and, it, and it's the people that you have it with. You know, bourbon is about, bourbon is a moment in time with an individual you know, with a friend. And, and you know, sometimes it's about new friends, sometimes it's about old friends, but it's always friends. Because you're not drinking bourbon with people you don't like. That's the truth. You share it with people you want to share it with, so. And, and I, think, I think that's one of the things we've gotten ourselves into. Imagine if the world, the people who defer with one another, can sit down over a drink. Wouldn't that be great? That. that would be great. That would be wonderful. That'd be a... a we might solve like some problems, you know? You're dang right. I think Eric Church wrote a song a while back for, I think Terry Clark cut it, but I think the world needs a drink. We do need a drink. And uh, there we go. Or My two. heavens. Or this five. is great. Michter. Michter mm-hmm. is out of? They're out of Kentucky. Kentucky. Formerly out of Pennsylvania. Nice. Nice, nice. So as we kind of close out, I want to... You like. I like. You know, we talked we talked a lot about like what your, um, you know, kind of your some of your music, some of your passions, some of where your uh, influences come from. But what's what is um, what does the next year look like for for music? Because COVID's back on the rise, we're all kind of nervous about that. But musicians need the stage. We definitely need the stage, and I think the people need us. And I'm praying for my friends in L.A. with the Troubadour that, that they can hang on. Uh, but I just I hope that all of you listening and all of you bourbon connoisseurs will uh, buy merchandise, buy van merchandise, buy show tickets, go see them whenever you can. Try to support these people because there are so many people that, that we employ. It takes a lot of people to make one of me. And... Uh, and we're all depending on you guys and we're good old americans like you and uh yeah i just i think that that's important and uh as far as my year is what that looks like if uh as long as i can if, if i'm not on a major tour i'll be putting out a cookbook for you guys but regardless i'm still working on the cookbook don't worry but nonetheless i'll have to i'm gonna cue in some bourbon pairings well, if you need a blurb for it, if you need a, if you need someone oh, with a belly, oh my heavens, what a great idea! <laughs> Mental note, thank you, Biddy. If you Ooh. need, uh, if you need somebody who likes to eat a little something, something. My heavens, I like, well, I think I like for Tracy Lawrence and I to do like a a cook off here in the fall if we can to feed some hungry people, and I just think it'd be a lot of fun to have some uh, esteemed guests. It'd be on great. The panel who have Love who that. have really. Who have esteemed palates like you? He'd be well, good. He'd be a good judge. Mostly, mostly bourbon on my good days. I understand. Well, I don't put any bourbon in my chili. I might put a little beer. Hey, chili. My dad's a certified chili judge. Is he really? Yeah, he's. Well, a, you got it on us then. Yeah, yeah. Got a, we got a thing in our family: chili and barbecue and bourbon. 
But that's going to do it for, for this. Uh, tell us, tell everybody where they can find you on the socials and all that Thank good stuff. Thank you for having me. I'm Hannah Dasher. You can find me on TikTok at Hannah Damn Dasher and Instagram at Hannah Dasher and Spotify, Pandora, Alexa, all that good stuff. Play my radio station if you're into Tom Petty, Eric Church, Rolling Stones, Jamie Johnson. Uh, they play all that stuff. And me. You'll like it. Fred, you the man. It's a real pleasure having you. Thank what a, you what so a great, much. What a great time. Woo! I had a ball. And, and you know, to be honest with you, we, we could have kept doing this. We, we could we could do this all night. Unfortunately, at, at some point, Until we start slurring. I was going to say, we start slurring at some point. Exactly. And that's not good for us. I want you guys to try some. I want to <laughs> share. Can we, we got to finish what we, what we started. Abs- well, absolutely. Okay. Can I finish? But uh, as we close out, I just want to want to thank Hannah and, and, of course, the Shorefire team for bringing us together. Yes. Cheers. Love you, girls. Woo! How about that interview with Hannah? Am I right? Wasn't she something? I'm telling you, all kinds of personality. Now, after we were done with that interview, we walked around uh, in Nashville Barrel Company, and we were tapping barrels. So we were we were drinking straight from the barrel and just having some good old good old off mic conversation. Probably most of which we could not you know release to the public because it was. Uh, a little bit of behind the scenes stuff but it was uh it was it was fun it was fun and i i look forward to a, a long uh continuous uh, uh friendship with hannah i think she's just an, uh, an incredible young artist who has a, a high high ceiling so look for look for hannah dasher make sure you're listening to all of her music streaming her half album and and making sure you're following her on all of her social medias now, also, follow me on social media. Just look for my name, Fred Minnick. Uh, next week's guest is Jay Cutler, so the former Chicago Bears quarterback, opens up to me over some whiskey about what his thoughts were on Aaron Rodgers, as well as the new Bears quarterback, the rookie, Justin Fields. So if you like football, you'll love next week's episode. But that's going to do it for me this week, folks. Be safe out there. Remember, no licking handrails, no licking trash cans, and vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. Well, one more thing. If you'd give us a review on Apple or Spotify or however you get this, I'd greatly appreciate it. Cheers, everybody. Be safe. You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by Michter's American Whiskeys and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. For more information on Fred's books, articles, and more, just go to fredminnick.com.